This is the WMSC interview of ministry guitarist Sin Kieran by Nick Perkel. Now, Sin. Yes. Will you be exploring any new areas to promote relapse, perhaps from shows in Korea, the Philippines, or getting back to Australia? Um, there's talk of us going to Australia, but not until January 2013, but that's not confirmed. Um, I know that there's just talk about that, but nothing's been you know, booked or confirmed or anything like that. Um, aside from that, the only thing we've got obviously is the, uh, you know, the upcoming, uh, Denver, LA, New York, Chicago dates, and then the six week, uh, European tour. Have you been to Australia before in the past? I haven't. Um, I'm, I can't wait to go, man. I really hope that, that it happens. Um, I've never been there. I heard it's amazing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. What are you personally going to do to prepare for that huge ministry show in Poland, though? Oh man, I've. Uh, it's funny you ask that because I'm already starting to prepare. For, <laughs> I'm I'm preparing for rehearsals already. Um, you know, ministry stuff is is a. Uh, it's a little difficult as far as um, what it does to your right arm. It's pretty fast. Some of our material. I haven't played. You know, we haven't toured since 2008. So I'm sort of uh, dusting off the uh, cobwebs on my right arm. And uh, right before uh, I-, I called you here, I was actually going over the set myself. I've got another three weeks here. I leave L.A. May 16th, and then we start ministry band rehearsals May 17th in Texas. And we rehearse for four weeks with the entire band um, before we actually do a show. No. Tell me, what's it going to be like? Uh, or I mean, what was it like working with Mike and Casey, who are half a rigor mortis, though? Well, I've known Mikey, um, man, since 2006, I think, is when I... Well, I mean, I met him in 2004, but we we toured together. I was in the Revolting Cox, and he was in ministry when uh, there was a ministry Revolting Cox tour in 2006. So, you know, we got to hang, we got to hang out and um, sort of get to know each other back then. Um, we didn't work in the studio together on Relapse because we were both in different places. I had recorded the song that I wrote, Double Tap. I had actually recorded that song um, a few years ago, and we had just kind of held on to it. It was originally going to be on The Last Sucker, but it didn't make that album, and um, you know, it ended up going on, on Relapse. And Casey, I actually have not met yet. You thinking of asking any advice from Mikey? About uh, like how his days in rigor mortis, like being like the speed metal guitarist and all. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, I plan on, like I said, I, I did that tour in 2006 with him. So, you know, we got to hang out, and and, um, and he's a super cool, nice guy. And I mean, I plan on on soaking up as much information as I possibly can from Mike. You know, what songs from Relapse did you feel like you were able to contribute to the most to? And do go on about Double Tap as well. Um, well, like I said, the only song I was I was really a part of on Relapse was Double Tap, and that song came about in the 2007, I believe, Last Sucker Sessions. Um, Al came to me, and he had this idea for a song um, with this sort of Middle Eastern, you know, kind of uh, sitar kind of sounds and stuff, and, and we had a few samples of that kind of music, and... I basically constructed the music around those sounds and that those certain samples. And then Al, you know, did, you know, his thing and what he does and he and he adds vocals, lyrics and all the, you know, nuances and and, and samples and sounds and blah 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 and um that's how that song came together. 
what were some of your fonder moments from that last sucker tour? Oh man, there, there are way too many. I mean, we would, I'd be talking to you for, for days and days. Everything was just <laughs> such a, a, an amazing experience. You know, that whole tour, um, you know, getting to play some of the, uh, the huge festivals that we played out in Europe. Um, you know, it just, they're always going to be embedded in my, in my brain. I mean, you know, the U S part of that tour was amazing, but, but doing the European tour was, was just a complete blast. When we played, um, Serbia at the exit festival, we played in front of 90,000 people and we went on right before the sex pistol there. Um, the sex pistols dressing room was like right across from ours. And I mean, it was just a bunch of festivals like that. I remember playing, uh, Bilbao, Spain, and uh, we played right before Judas Priest. And mm-hmm. I remember K.K. Downing coming up to me right after our set. And he came up and he was like shaking my hand. And he was like, hey, man, you were amazing tonight. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, you're you're really talking to me? Like, I was just like, you know, I had this whole I'm not worthy kind of feeling there with him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just a blast, man. Just that whole tour was just amazing. Does there happen to be like maybe any extra songs from the Reebok? from the relapse sessions that may appear on a special or foreign release of relapse there, like say how there might be or, absolutely i can't cool. really i can't get into too much info i can't give anything away okay there, there are always songs left over from sessions that sometimes we say oh you know what let's not put it on the album let's put it on this you know like a b-side kind of thing or a you know special you know um edition kind of thing or a, or a um if it comes out in Japan or blah blah blah, sometimes you know we'll we'll hold on to stuff for those reasons. You know, it could be a soundtrack, it could be you know any one of those things. You think maybe um, three six months or maybe a year from now, possibly maybe one of those songs might come out or? Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely all possible. Um, you know, we never really know. Sometimes we get opportunities come up, and you know we'll have a song handy for it, and that's exactly why we hold on to them. Are there any sort of special features planned for this tour at venues like, say, those metal cages back in the day you, Ministry used to put up around the stage or, like, say, the Guar-type monsters that are making a show of themselves on stage with your concerts? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I actually, to be honest with you, I won't know the stage setup until I get out to, to El Paso to start rehearsing um, in mid-May. So I'm sure I've heard that there's going to be, you know... Um, completely different stage setup this time around so i'm curious myself as to what what we're going to have on stage tell me what was your proudest moment for making relapse though um well obviously i'm very proud that that double tap made the album and that people really seem to be digging that song it it came out as the second single the first single was 99 percenters and um um the second one being double tap and i'm i mean i'm still i get tons of emails i mean from kids every day just saying that they're really digging double tap and people are putting like YouTube videos up that they made themselves. And I'm, mm-hmm. it's really crazy, man. So I'm really, really proud of, of that. And I'm blown away that, you know, um, and I'm flattered that, that people seem to respond so well to the song. I've heard from uh, Mike that ministry is like 10 times bigger in Europe than they are in the States. Yeah. So look, what are some big differences between what it's like to be on the touring roster of ministry in Europe versus like America? It's, it's just, man, it's, it's a trip. It's just like the band is just so much bigger out there for some reason. I don't, I really don't know why, I mean, or what the specific reasons are for it. But all I know is that when we show up to a city, man, kids are there parked. I remember playing in France 
um, on the last on the CU late tour 2008, and there were kids that had like camped out overnight on the steps of these venues mm -hmm. just so they could get a glimpse of like Al or you know what I mean? Like just so, so they could be there when the bus pulled up and we got out of it and stuff. And there were kids bringing like candles and these like homemade, like, you know, just dolls and like all these things, man. It's just, it's really trippy out there. How, how big the band is. Did you ever have an interaction with a fan where like they just ended up like giving you like something they made, like maybe a t-shirt yeah. or like food or something like that? All the time, man. People, um, I'm known to have sort of a sweet tooth, so people bring me homemade chocolate chip cookies all the time. <laughs> and that's like no joke. I know it's kind of funny, but um, people bring that to me pretty much at every show. And I mean, you know, we've had dolls made. T-shirts, posters, uh, you know, uh, every anything you could think of that somebody would make, they've done it and they've brought them. They brought those things to us. Just wondering, what album out of Land, Mind, and Psalm did you like the best? <sighs> Man, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, because all those records that you just mentioned, I love equally, but for different reasons. Um, I, I would have to say, if I had to pick one. I would probably go with Land of Rape and Honey. And only because that's just one of the albums that kind of, I thought, for me, um, just completely blew my mind as far as what could be done and what was, you know, this kind of new sound that was happening that Al was creating. So that would probably be the one, you know, that I would have to pick. Also, can you say a few words about your new musical project, The Great American? Sure. Um, the Great American is actually on hiatus at the moment because of, you know, ministry taking up most of 2012 here for me. I actually also joined last year. I joined a band called American Head Charge as well. And so that's kind of my other full time thing. Um, the Great American was sort of a, a band that came together out of a few of the, you know, Revco guys um, and Lords of Acid guys and American Head Charge guys. We all kind of got together and formed this band, The Great American. Um, released a little EP on our own. But it looks like The Great American will be back in hopefully 2013. Excellent. And pretty much finishing things off, would you happen to have any good recipes for making food, like maybe chili or stew or something? <laughs> Man, you know what? You are asking the wrong guy because I am a horrible cook. <laughs> oh well. I wish I knew how to cook, and um, that's uh, yeah, one thing that I regret not learning from my mom, who's an amazing cook. She's uh, my mom's Mexican. She cooks amazing food, and I never once learned how to cook. So shame on me. Okay, well, what was your favorite Mexican thing to eat then? Um, I would have to say carne asada. Cool. What is that though? It's basically steak. It's like this sort of lean kind of steak. Um, it's kind of sautéed, flavored, you know, a lot of uh, uh, herbs and spices and definitely a lot of uh, homemade uh, salsa and chili. And this has been the WMSC interview of Sin Kieran, guitarist for Ministry by Nick Perkel. Hey, this is Sin Kieran from Ministry, and you're listening to WMSC 90.3.